Hey everybody, my name's Oli Cardle. I'm a Freeletics ambassador from the UK. And this is Angelo, a Greek Freeletics ambassador from the United States. Fantastic. That could not have gone any better. Welcome to the Shaped by Gods podcast. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Shape by Gods podcast. We are back. We've had a little bit of a break between. You'll notice that uh, there's a little bit of time between each episode at the minute, and that's because we're not we're trying not to rush these things and squeeze them into small gaps and and uh, you know have the quality of the uh, content suffer. I was a bit <laughs> <laughs> so modest. Um, Mr. Angelo, how are yes. you doing? How am I? How are you doing? You've achieved some stuff lately, right? I'm doing amazing, man. I uh, so good. Honestly, I couldn't be better. I can't wait uh, to give some a uh, little bit information of what I did and some details about some stuff. And yeah. uh, I'll make you. Uh, I think. I think after this podcast, nobody's gonna be the same again. Oh wow! 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 That's incredible. That's fantastic. Wow. Okay, so I think I know what it is. I think I know what you did. You have achieved something incredible that not many people have achieved before in the history of the world. You have managed to purchase a fourth bunny rabbit. Exactly, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> my today, life has changed. Today, <laughs> August 21st, I got my fourth bunny. And uh, it's it's a male bunny. I had I have so far three female uh, bunnies: Moo, yeah. uh, Blue, and Berry. Uh, like Blueberry, you know, has, uh, it's has, very nice. Has has the new boy got a name? The new boy's name. Uh, I mean, the previous owners they name it. They name it Jigglypuff, like the Pokemon. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Yeah, I know. You know I the know song. Yeah. And you know, sings and everybody goes to sleep. And but. That's quite a um, mouthful, Jigglypuff. For, for yeah, a it's, a, it's a good name, you know. I like it because of the Pokemon. And I don't know if you know Jigglypuff from the Pokemons, but I like I'm, Jigglypuff. I know Jigglypuff, yeah. I, and, uh, I, I think Spartan. Spartan would be a good name in like, to celebrate what you've just achieved. I really like it. Maybe we're going to yeah. name him Leonidas. Leonidas, yes, maybe. <laughs> that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. That would be cool. <laughs> But Spartan is, is, yeah, yeah, Spartan, I like it. I'm going to suggest to to the wife uh, the name Spartan, and if she approves it, then it's going to be Spartan. If she doesn't approve, then it has to be something else. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you two reasons why she might approve, and uh, they are are both the same reason for two different people. You guys both just smashed some Spartan races, right? You've just smashed them. I've seen the pictures. We destroyed them. We destroyed them. You put all your training to use and you've smashed two challenges in two days. Talk to me. Tell me. Talk to me so, about it, Angelo. So everything, everything, everything starts almost eight years ago when I've done my... <clears throat> so for the people that they think uh, Spartan race or any obstacle race is, is made for, uh, for gods, for superheroes, for people of the elite and uh, super trained and... Uh, you know, beasts and a superhuman and all this kind of stuff. You are totally wrong, my friends. Uh, eight years ago, when I was overweight and uh, I was feeling useless uh, in the fitness industry and everything, and in myself too, I couldn't do one push-up, I couldn't do one pull-up, I couldn't run, I couldn't run one kilometer without uh, feeling I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, I was going up the stairs and I was catching up my breath. I was bad very bad eight years ago then i made freeletics and freeletics changed my life and for spartan race everything starts four four years ago when uh, a family member um said to me uh, you know when i said when i said oh you know do you think i ever gonna be able to run a spartan race you know i'm doing freeletics and all this kind of stuff i'm getting into fitness i'm getting more fit up, uh, i mean i'm getting more fit. do you think i ever gonna run a spartan race 
And the family member said, no, no, I don't think you can never run a Spartan race. I think you're going to maybe break your neck or you're going to die or uh, you're not going to finish it. You're going to waste your money, you're going to waste your time. Uh, it's, it's a waste of time in general. You don't have to go. It's only for losers, only for people that want to show off, blah, 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 blah. Boom. That's where everything starts. Four years ago. So when everything, when I got all this negativity and all this information, for some reason, I got them not just to prove them wrong. I just wanted to prove myself to see if I can uh, if I can do it because mm-hmm. because the brain because the brain uh, reacts on the past experiences. So whatever you done in the past remembers and reacts the same thing. So when because I had experience of athletics when I thought I can I cannot finish uh, my first Aphrodite and eventually I finished it. It was yeah. the same thing with the Spartan race. I said, oh, maybe I cannot finish it. But then I said, oh, let me try it. So then my first Spartan race was two years ago, two years after. Um, no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It was the same year, four years ago. And um, when I tried it and I said, you know what, I'm going to try it. So without second thinking, I went online, I bought a ticket and I uh, started training for it. I was start doing runs. I was very bad in the beginning. It was only 5K, uh, the smallest race is 5K, uh, three to four miles uh, race. Uh, it's 20 obstacles in between. Uh, 5K with 20 obstacles and is, is requiring everything you have, upper body, lower body, running, you know, muscle uh, endurance and everything. So I got the ticket. I started training by running. And when I got to the race, I was super stressed. I was super, um, uh, I was in this discomfort. I didn't believe myself. I didn't know, but I was confident enough to try until the end just to see if I'm going to finish it. So when I went to the race, I had people next to me that they were, you know, a little bit overweight, um, a little bit not that fit like I was at the moment. So mm-hmm. I was saying, these people are here too. So these people are here to challenge themselves too. So while I was going obstacle after obstacle, obstacle after obstacle, you know, some obstacles, I failed them, of course, because I wasn't strong enough, whatever, like um, to do monkey bars uh, or to climb all, you know, you had to climb a rope. Um, mm-hmm. That thing is like uh, maybe eight meters high, maybe seven, yeah. eight, eight meters high. So anyway, like 15 feet. And um, I failed. I went... I went very close to, because every every obstacle has a bell at the end. So I, when you finish it, you just ring the bell. So when you get to the top of the obstacle of the rope, you have to ring the bell and then you know climb down. I got very close, but I didn't. I didn't ring the bell, and many obstacles I didn't ring the bell. But at least I tried my best. And at the end of it, when I uh, I got the medal, um, I felt super complete. Not because. And I didn't care that I, fi- I didn't finish the obstacles, like complete, I didn't complete all the obstacles. I gave my best. I was so proud. I gave my best. I was so proud. I finished the distance, the, like the 5K first ever in my life. It was very difficult. It was very difficult. It was exhausting. And at the end, when, you know, the, because the people putting the medals uh, around your neck, uh, the feeling was unbelievable. And long story short, I'm, co- I'm going back home and there's the family member over there. And I'm getting, I remember taking the metal out of my, of my head or out of my neck and I'm grabbing it. And I, and I say, look, I made it. And the family member turns around the head and he says, "Hmm, okay, great job. And I was like, these people, they, this, the kind of the people you're going to meet in your life that you don't, you don't need any opinion any advice any of anything of what you cannot do and what you can achieve in your life if i was the and i was believing i was believing them until my 30 my 30 years of my life like 28 29 and when i started believing myself when i started like saying you know i'm gonna try my whole life changed Mm -hmm. and when i made it i say i don't have to prove them right I don't, I don't have to, you know, I did it. I did it, of course, for events, you know, like they say, success is the best revenge you can give. So I saw, I saw, I saw the medal just to show them like I made it. But even if I, even if I made it, they didn't get it. They didn't understand the value of the success. I say, I don't have to, man. I, I mean, I have to do it for myself. And my life completely changed of how I was trying 
And I keep trying everything for my personal success, personal fulfillment, personal feelings, personal happiness and everything. And um, for my, for my completely for myself. And just to finish the whole story, uh, you know, after I was trying, you know, some injuries came up and then COVID happened and uh, 2021, everything started opening again. And, uh, you know, the obstacles races came back. And there is the Spartan race, it comes from 5K, then it goes 10K, then you have a half a marathon that is 21K, and there's the 50K, and there's, you know, the world championships, whatever. But after the 5K is the 10K. So I said to myself, um, and also there's a trifecta, they call it trifecta, you have to finish three uh, races in one year, so you can connect all the medals and connect the trifecta, get the trifecta that you achieve cool. three difficult races in one year. And uh, I said to myself this year, I say, let me try to, to see if I can make them. So I did the weight free gain uh, with Proletics uh, in the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, 2021. And I finished the first time and I was getting ready for it. While I was doing the weight free game, I was running in between two. So to make, you know, put the, the yeah. kilometers in my legs and yeah. start running. And uh, I finished the second weight free game. I got so stronger with the pull-ups. I got so stronger w- with my legs. I got stronger everywhere, you know, especially my, my arms, you know, to climb the rope and everything. And now I'm doing the dumbbell journey. I'm on the, I'm on the 12th season so far. And I got so strong, man. And I did, I did my, my uh, first race uh, a week ago, um, the 10K, they call it super. And this is the achievement over here. Like, right. And man, when I, when, when I finished it, when I, that's what I'm getting. So far, I'm talking the monologue. When I finished the 10K, it's the 10K is uh, 25 obstacles, five more obstacles than the 5K. I honestly felt like, honestly i'm unstoppable man like i mm-hmm. felt like this is unbelievable this is like well if you work for something like you can achieve anything you i felt like i can achieve anything anything i want in life it was in, insane it was very difficult and the thing is i was so strong i hit the bell when i was climbing the rope i hit the bell i was doing monkey bars it was the obstacles were so difficult and all the obstacles that i failed Two years before that race, man, it was insane. The feeling, honestly, at the end of it, when I when I got the medal and they put it around my neck, the 10K and 25 obstacles, I say, oh, my God. I, I mean, yeah. The people that I felt they superheroes, whatever, I'm now in this position, and I'm like, I can achieve it too. And then the next day was a surprise because it was the next day was the 5K. I was, I was doing the 10K and the 5K. Uh, Julie says to me, um, Julie says, oh, can I come? And I say, yeah, why not? I say, you can do it. Of course, you, of course you can. You know, I had the same yeah. feelings before too. You can do it. I was motivating her, whatever. She was asking me about the obstacles. And I didn't give much details because I, I didn't want to discourage her, you know. And she came. She finished it. She got the medal. And man, you see, seeing Julie finishing the 5K and getting such uh, a confidence and such mm-hmm. a, an achievement and success and the smile and, you know, the, the, the feeling that, it was the, f- the first race that she, she ran and she felt like unstoppable too. When she told me, I said, how you feel? She felt, I felt unstoppable. She, felt, she said to me, she says, I feel amazing. I, I, I didn't believe I can finish the race. Man, I honestly can, I can say it enough to the people. If you try hard for anything in your life, you can achieve anything you can imagine. This race has yeah. completely changed my mindset. That's awesome. That's incredible. And a lot of it is mindset. You know, it's, I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole race is mindset. The whole, when you see the monkey bars, you say, Oh, I'm not going to do it. Whatever I did. I did some, I did too many, too many athletes uh, during the race. They were, they were coming to the obstacle. Right. And I was completely, of course, I'm, I'm a different, different person. Like the last race between, Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the previous race, my first race and, through the mindset progress and develop, you know, self-develop uh, and all this kind of stuff I'm going through and I'm reading and I'm listening and I'm trying to develop myself and everything. I'm a complete different person. And um, there were athletes over there. They were going for the monkey bars, right? And there were some people, they were doing one, two, and they were dropping. And they say, oh my God. So when you don't finish one obstacle, if you accept, if you accept not to finish it, 
and not to try again until you finish it, you have to do 30 burpees. The penalty is to do 30 burpees. So you go in on the side of the obstacle and you do 30 burpees and you continue. Of course, mm -hmm. you, can, you can avoid to do burpees. You know, you say, oh, forget about it. You go to the next obstacle. But it's not about cheating the race. It's about, you yeah. know, cheating, cheating on yourself. You know, the, what you, whatever you say to yourself. So some people, they were, you know, they saying, oh, forget it next time, whatever. And I was testing them. I was saying, I was trying to, to see on which athlete I can push them, you know, to push, to go, to do it again. And it was, it was a few guys that I did it. And honestly, they made it, man. They tried one time. They did one, one monkey bar, second monkey bar, and they dropped. And they said, oh, I can. It's okay, guys. They were saying to each other, it's okay, guys, next time. So, and I was, I was like this, hey, you, come over here. I was saying, come on, my friend, come on, let's do it together. Let's do it together. I said, grab a little bit dirt from the ground, you know, do it on your hands. I said, make them dry and let's try the monkey bars together. The, we were doing the monkey bars together and they, uh -huh. they were finishing the monkey bars together. We were finishing together in the monkey bars. They were, like, they were like to me, man, thank you so much. I really didn't believe I'm going to do it. So the thing cool. is, don't, if you accept, if, everything is in the mind, man, exactly. If you accept, yeah. if you accept that you, you failed and you, can, you will stay over there, you will stay over there. But if you accept that you can try again and take failure as a lesson, take failure as a, as a, as a, as a step towards to your success, mm -hmm. like Les Brown says, you know, fail your way to success. Man, it was the best feeling seeing people, seeing athletes. I, I did it to the monkey bars. I did it to, to, the, to, the, um, to the ropes. I did it to the walls, the, the seven feet walls. They couldn't jump over. I would say, it's okay. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. The guy tried three times on the wall and they, he did it with the third time. And it, it was amazing, man. The feeling of yeah. pushing people and pushing people to show them that you actually can do it. If you, if you keep pushing and don't accept your, your, your failure as your reality, as who you are, and you can break that mindset, man. Okay. This this race has changed me so much. You can you That's can't so imagine cool. how it changed me. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That's amazing. You're already mentally strong going in, so that, you know to come out of it feeling that much more mentally strong is is incredible. Um, I think with with the mindset thing, it is something that it is inside everybody. But a lot of the time, I mean, it could be inside, like say from a personal point of view. I know it's inside me. This mindset of you can do more. Uh, you know, you're not ready to quit yet, even though you feel like you are. But sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, it, you know, you can you can trigger that and sometimes you can't. So um, like we were speaking before my my go to workout between coach days is my Poseidon um, workout where it's uh, 20 pull ups, 20 push ups and then 15 and then 10 and then five. Now, sometimes on some days, if I go into that feeling, you know, less than 100 percent mentally, then I'll end up failing before I, I hit that maximum rep. But a lot of the time when I do hit that maximum rep is because I've gotten to say, if I was doing the set of 20, I've gotten to that 15th rep and thought, okay, I, that, that's enough. I can, I, and then I drop off the bar. But I know that when I've gotten through that to the 20, it's not that I was out of physical strength before. It was that I was, I, I believed at that point that I was done. You know, you can, there are more in there. There's, there's, more, there's always more in the tank. Um, they, they do say that we only use a certain percentage of our abilities. You know? um, I think as well, when you touched on the, the family member that, uh, you know, he was negative towards you. I think the key point from that, that I took wasn't the fact that, you know, you, you achieved something that he said you wouldn't be able to achieve. And then you, you went to prove to him, see, I did it. Yeah. You, know, you said I couldn't do it and I did it. I think, I think the bigger point in that is realizing that you didn't need to say anything to him at all. You didn't need to. It wasn't for him, you know, because you can't make someone else. And, and in a way, you can understand that everybody in the world is walking around and they're in their own bubble, you know, their own little bubble. You, you know, anyone who walks into a gym thinks, oh, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's going to look at me and judge me what I'm doing. But they're not. You, you, anyone who goes into a gym, there's only one person they're thinking about. And that's themselves. You know, that's that's their that's their. Everyone's got that, oh, that inner dialect and that, that inner dialogue going on. So it was almost like you were looking for an audience that wasn't there. You know, that, yeah, achievement, yeah. that, achie that achievement's for you. You can't expect someone. I mean, it, there are people, obviously, there are, there are millions of people who do care about others and the, other people's achievements. And, you know, and, uh, and, you know, like yourself, 
you probably take more satisfaction out of seeing other people succeed than than yourself succeed and, and i feel the same there's nothing better than you know seeing other people achieve something that especially if it's something that you've been through before yourself then you can relate to that personally but just seeing someone identifying something that they need to push through and watching them push through it and and have that victory themselves and you know how that feels and seeing other people experience that um but to assume that anyone else should care what you've just achieved you know it's very difficult to um to comprehend the fact that other people don't care but nine times out of ten people are so in their own little world and 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 it, and it is natural it is natural for for um you know things like that not to mean much to somebody else but obviously loved ones and like true loved ones people that are around you that that understand those are the people that will will give you that feedback that that you need uh, um, because they're the people who understand what you've been through you know uh, and it's usually people that have been through something themselves or, or experienced stuff themselves. They're the ones that understand what you've done and what you've achieved and what you've overcome. People that haven't done anything like that, they haven't got a reference point, you know? So that, that's um, beautiful. Yeah. That's it, exactly what, what you're saying is about what they call it. The, the projection, you know, people that they, they, be, they believe for themselves, they cannot do it. There is something not achievable, whatever, like you can, you can make it. They, they rushing to the point to say to the other person, oh, you can't do it. But it's actually the feeling that they feel it for themselves. And because they feel they cannot do it, they're saying to you, like, um, you can't do it. Um, for, for a very uh, a, a nice example, it was about a neuroscientist uh, a few years back. Uh, he, uh, they asked him in an interview, um, they said to him, do you think uh, it's possible to record dreams? And he said, no, it's uh, impossible. I don't think we can make it. No, it's impossible. Because the thing is, he didn't even try to do it. But whatever he was doing, the research that he was doing it, you know, at that point, he believed that, you know, it's not possible. So three years after, another scientist in China, and uh, he never heard, he, he never listened to his interview, you know, to, 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 to see that, oh, you know, it's impossible to record dreams. So he was doing his own research. So three years after, these Chinese, uh, uh, you know, neuroscientists and scientists in general, he started recording uh, the dreams in, uh, in humans. And then when the, when the uh, you know, uh, uh, a very famous channel called him and they said, what do you have to say about the Chinese scientists that he started doing, he started recording dreams. And, you know, of course, he, he's intelligent enough to say it was my mistake to say three mm -hmm. years ago, that is impossible that is impossible to record dreams because i thought because i thought is impossible yeah. and you know i'm so glad he said that he says I'm, i'm so glad that person didn't hear my opinion and that didn't let didn't stop him of keep going and pushing yeah. to achieve to record dreams so so this is can go so close to the family and because the family believes when you are a kid and and your mother or father says to you oh what do you want to become when you're going to grow up baby what do you want what do you want to be and the baby's like oh i want to be the best soccer player in the world i want to be a scientist i want to be a president i want to be uh an astronaut i want to go to the moon i want to go to mars whatever and because the mother or the father they just i don't want no offense to anybody you know the, i'm just it's an example maybe they work in an average uh, supermarket maybe they work in a, they have an average job or below average job or they have below average income they think okay okay you know what let's let me let me low let me put you down on the ground well, you know it, it's um the, the word realistic is the word that's jumping to mind i mean i i you know i've experienced it myself and it's it's a case of um I mean, I mean, it's a majority thing in our world. It yeah. is, um, you can't, no, you've got to be realistic. Um, but we, as a human, as a race, as a species, we, we owe, we owe the, the whole development of civilization to those who said, yes, we can do these things. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a time where flight was considered to be impossible humans flying, um, you know, and there's, there's so there's, there are just countless things, any invention and, and modern thing that you take for granted today, <clears throat> we, we owe to the people that, you know, want, you said we can do these things and, and it's, you know, whether it's, whether it's through chemistry or physics or, 
you know, or, or, or basically just just being uh, an entrepreneur and in, an inventor. We owe so much to the people that said, yes, I can. You know, I mean, because nine times out of 10, if people can't, people haven't seen it, they don't they don't believe it can happen or people people haven't. You know, there, there will be people that say, no, you can't do this, having no research or no background in, in that particular field. And even if you've studied that particular field and you can see a way of doing something but haven't quite got there yet, then there will be people that will say no. And the worst, the worst thing for me is people that haven't really looked into it, but they've heard from someone else that you can't do these things. And, that, and it just becomes sort of, um, just becomes common knowledge almost that you can't achieve these things because someone else said so, but they haven't done the research themselves. You know, they haven't tried themselves. It's just, oh, you know, it, it can't be done. But we owe we owe everything. We owe everything to the to those few people that that stand up against that and say, no, I can I can do this. I, I mean, I mean, look at what we're doing now. We're, we're we're looking like we're going to be we've we've landed things on Mars. You know, we've landed rovers and explorers on Mars and we're looking at sending humans to Mars. And within I mean, it's in, within a, a crazy time scale. You know, we're, we're talking 10, 20 years. Uh, and it's just the advancement of technology and say, no, we can't. What, what usually what usually prompts the no is no, we can't based on what we've got around us right now, based on what our knowledge and equipment that we've got available right now. No, we can't do that. And what that usually turns into is a no, we can never do that. I think that's the problem. The, the never no one can ever do that is the problem. It's not the no, we can't do it. It's, it's based on everything we know now. As far as we know now, that is impossible. But that doesn't mean you the progression of things. I mean, there are there are inventions that that have happened that were delayed because of certain aspects of that that technology weren't ready yet. I mean, I I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the uh, the tin opener was invented a long time after the tin can. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I believe. So. Well, obviously, yeah, that makes sense to me. The tin can's a great idea for preserving food and and keeping it yeah. airtight. But uh, the, the can opener was was invented a long time after that. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's things like that. Um, but yeah, well, I'm I'm so proud of you and proud of uh, proud of Julie. And it's incredible to have seen those pictures. I've never seen anyone look so happy as you did in that picture. And you can see everything you said about the previous experience to, uh, you know, the first your first attempt. And every even though it was a success, it wasn't a full success until you got there and you started ringing those bells and I could see the difference in your face in those pictures. And I'll, I'll try and upload those pictures onto the, uh, the YouTube version of this podcast, just so people can yeah. see, the, you can see the achievement in your face. You're so proud and it's amazing. Man, it's you know, you know, what was the funny part. I was, uh, when I was doing the 10 K and when I was, when I did the 5 K again with Julie, uh, the day before I did the 10 K that, skyrocketed my 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 confidence and my my motivation my inspiration like i self-inspired myself and you know like by pushing other other people just achieving the obstacles man i i honestly i'm so overfilled with motivation and inspiration to to spread it all over the all over the planet and to share it with you guys like man i cannot describe with with words how i feel Okay. and pushing other people and they were achieving the obstacles after they, they felt like they cannot do it and they were failing and uh when i when i went to the 5k the next day with julie and i was pushing julie i went with uh, with my friend sean too another guy who so were three people together and uh some obstacles you know the bell was in front of the obstacles i was strong enough you know that that point compared to the other times that you know when you're holding the wall or whatever and you have to ring with the with the, with your hand i was jumping and i was hitting the bell with my head with my yeah. you know just boom yeah. whatever nice. and i was laughing so much because i was so confident and i was i was feeling powerful man coming That's to really the 5k cool. after then the 10k i was like I just finished the 10K, man. I was saying to myself, I just finished the 10K. The 5K, whatever, even if he has like 100 obstacles, like I'm going to yeah. finish one by one. So that's, and... like doing, that's like doing triple Aphrodite on the Saturday and then only getting single on a Sunday. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah, I mean... Yes, yes. When, cool. when we done the first Aphrodite, you remember? Yeah. When everybody yeah. was 
gathered together and the, the power was unstoppable. Everybody together on Zoom and everybody says, you know, I'm going to do, do triple, double or single because some people didn't even try single because code sometimes gives like a three-fifth, two-fifth, mm-hmm. whatever. So they said, oh, you know, I'm so afraid to do a single one, too many burpees, too many squats, too many sit-ups. And everybody got together and we motivated each other. Man, I cannot tell. It's unbelievable the feeling when you achieve, when you when you break down the fear, when you break down the obstacles, when you're smashing the old self and you see like there's infinite, infinite uh, like power uh, for you to achieve anything. And when you do the triple Aphrodite, then you see the single and you say, yeah. come on. The incredible and, thing is the fear, the fear only exists before you, you know, before you start. As soon as you get started, that fear all disappears. So the anxiety and the nerves, it's, it's, all, yeah. it's all a pre, it's a pre-game thing, you know, and once you get going and then you can enjoy yourself a little bit. It's, it's that build-up that, that's, you know, terrifying. Um, so you've signed up, you've got another one coming, right? Uh, September the 11th. What are you going to take into that one? That, oh, yeah. That so I finished, I finished the 10K. My very first 10K, I finished the, uh, the 5K. That's my second race. And I needed I need one more race to finish the trifecta, to complete the trifecta. So yeah. it's, either, it's either do the 50K. Uh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet, but the, man, the feeling that mentally. I have, that is the, the, mentally, the mental feeling that I have, that I don't see it as impossible anymore. It's no. 50K. Man, it's, yeah. it's more than a marathon. Right, I don't see it as impossible. Like only that feeling that I know I'm not there yet, but I know I can make it. It's 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 it. it's amazing. It's, it's honestly feel, amazing. It's that feeling where, okay, it's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be the hardest. Oh yeah, hard. of course, of course. But the but race, I, but, I, it won't, but it won't kill me. Yeah. Of course, of course. Be, you know, it's so very. I'm sorry. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. That that limit that limit changes for yourself, and it becomes something that almost if you achieve, say, when you finish your ten one, you think, yeah, I can do anything. Now it's mm-hmm. just a case of getting through it. It's not you. I mean, you don't go into these things thinking, "Am I physically fit enough to do this?" I mean, you know, you, there's a certain limit to how unfit you can be to try and take that sort of thing on. But yeah, you, you go in thinking, "All I've got to do is last." mentally all i've got to do is mentally last this whole race and and that's a different game to be in physically because you could be physically fit enough to do to achieve these things and mentally not strong enough yeah uh, yeah, yeah really. and, and you, you can quit when it gets you know slightly tough or, mm-hmm. or when it gets when it, you know when you get to a certain point but you 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 can you're a, a strong mind can drag a weaker body through better than a strong body can drag a weak mind through you know, that, so that's it, awesome. Yeah, and that's it, that's beautiful. What do you said? Yeah, it's more about the mind. I feel that that's very that's very strong. What you said. Um, yeah, the third race. What you said is September eleventh. Um, yeah. It's the beast. Uh, you know, the first they call it sprint. Uh, sprint is the five k. Super is the ten k, and beast is the half a marathon. It's twenty one k. I never done it before. Mm-hmm. 21 kilometers i never done something like that before um but i'm running for it i'm training for it i know i can make it i'm gonna take my pace of course i'm gonna do my pace and like i did to the other races i'm gonna i know i'm gonna complete it um i'm gonna complete the race 100 percent because i'll make it there's no there's no there is no when you have in your mind when you have no in in your mind no room for uh for failure you you're gonna succeed there's no there's no way you're gonna lose the game when you're saying i'm going into the game and today i'm winning the game it's impossible for you to lose yeah and the good thing about that you've already done it yeah i'm I'm already yeah give me my medal you've already done Mm -hmm. it yeah nothing's gonna stop you i mean you're gonna i mean just don't hurt yourself don't injure yourself of course, yeah. of course, of course. Those things, those things are hard to finish on a broken leg. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's, but again, that that is a big part of the training. I'm sure some people sign up for these things when they when they're about ten beers deep and they've been in the pub all afternoon and they sign themselves up because they think, oh yeah, let's do that. But if you train to avoid injury and 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 train to be flexible and malleable, and once obviously once you're warmed up, 
injury risk is it, it does get con- considerably lower so failing yeah. you know bar an accident if you had an accident and that's different but w- once you're warmed up and you've gotten through the first ob- of few obstacles then your body should be prepared to take on anything you've got to be uh just got to be aware aware i mean i don't know whether it's because i'm getting older but my workouts now consist of me constantly avoiding injury and it's, it's a, that's a mental thing as well and making sure that's that comes with practicing form and making sure your form's right as well so um it, it got to a point where personal bests pbs became a very distant secondary you know goal to getting through that workout in one piece coming out stronger than i was when i went in and i don't mean holding back at all i don't mean holding back at all you, we, you i mean you probably know as well as i do those slow good reps they hurt a lot more than the fast ones, you know, the fast ones. You can always, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can always, I mean, it's the same as like when you get the, um, the kipping pull-ups, you know, the, the fast pull-ups compared to the slow pull-ups, you can blast through 10 pull-ups before your body realizes what you're doing. You're almost tricking it into getting some reps in. Like <laughs> so yeah. But when you do those, when you do those 10 reps slow and controlled, yeah, you, you're really feeling them by three or four reps, I think. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's incredible. It's great to hear that story, man. Um, I'm very proud of you. Uh, I want to try one of those things one day soon. Uh, I've got some, I've got some ideas about some virtual races coming up, but they're, they're literally just running and I'm not, I'm not a big runner. Um, I've always had issues with my knees, but I've enjoying running a little bit more lately. Um, I think it is important to, I mean, especially with those Spartan races, it's so important anyway to, to, um, to prepare your body for all kinds of different stresses, you know, like whether it's running or lifting or, um, you know, lifting your body weight or, or doing something like a high jump. It, it's very important to prepare your body for anything. And yeah, the old, and, the ultimate fitness is, is someone that can do all of it, you know? And, and let's stay on this one for just a minute. Uh, because I, I, I did two races in two days, and in both of the days, I, I saw injuries happening right next to me. Uh, you know, they have the little cart, like the, you know, the, the meds, uh, they come in and pick you up, and they take you out of the race all the way to the finish line. So, you know, there is ambulance over there waiting for anything that happens. Uh, people got injured right next to me. People, they were doing monkey bars, and they just fell on their knees, uh, just... Uh, when they were falling down, the 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 ankle was twisting, or yeah. while they were doing, uh, you know, um, the they were pulling the, they were clamping the rope, they pulled the muscle. Uh, I I saw plenty of injuries because of plenty of people around, and you know sometimes you have to wait a little bit. But I was walking uh, before I get to the obstacle every time. So uh, also because I was recording with my GoPro. But I also, you know, wanted to take my time after the running, you know, take a, take a breath, uh, take a deep breath, you know, get ready, get mentally ready, get uh, physically ready. And I was seeing injuries and uh, unfortunately they were happening. And to stay on that is just, of course, you need to, to be, okay, you can be mind ready, but also you need to understand that you have to be as close as you can physically ready. You can't. You can you can say, oh, my mind is already. I'm gonna lift like a 400 kilos. You know, let me do a deadlift. You're gonna lift it and you might die because deadlift. You know, it's famous for you know having, you know, mm-hmm. deadlift. They call it deadlift for a reason because you can die by lifting, you know, from the blood pressure and everything like a very heavy weight. You can be mind ready, but if you try to do something that's be- way beyond your limits, of course you have to yeah. know your limits. You can injure yourself very bad, and it's not worth it. So always before any race or before any, any that, you know, that, uh, that need dema- demanding uh, race or workout, or whatever, be physically ready while you're doing something. You have to be always very careful. You know, people were doing monkey bars. They were being like, a, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm doing monkey bars. And I saw like a guy, you know, oh, oh look at me. It was for laughing and whatever. Man, he fell on his back and yeah. it was very bad. And everybody got over him. You can't play with this. You have to be serious. You have to be protect to protect yourself and everything. And it was very yeah. sad seeing the people. And it was even more sad for me that I have to continue because you know the cart. Nothing yeah, the, the yeah. cart was. I mean, the little car was coming, pick them up, and you, yeah. it was very sad. So always safety first for anything in life. Safety first. 
That's um, right. I think I think part of um a part of what I mean by being mentally ready, a part of being mentally ready is knowing in your mind that you have done the physical preparation. You know, yeah, you know, of, course, physical, of course, of course, of course. I'm not talking. You know, you, you think about it and you can do it. We're not we're not we're not talking like Superman here or superheroes who, you know, mind over matter sort of thing. It's um. You know, the the men, being mentally ready means that in your head you know you've done you know you're capable. Um, yeah, you've done the hard work and you yeah. you believe in yourself that you're ready enough to do it. And it. you can't say, oh, tomorrow you're gonna wake up one day. You know, you're gonna say, oh, I'm going to run the Boston Marathon is 15 days. Yeah. No, you can't. You know, I, you have to be reasonable too. You have to be you have to be honest. Yeah. And you, yourself, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you can say, oh, okay, mom, I'm going to Boston Marathon. I'm going to show you I can do it. I mean, you don't have to show to show off to anybody except yourself. No. You have to be honest with yourself. Can I do 100 burpees right now? No, I'm not going to do them. Can I do 10 at least? Yes. So start with 10, go to 12, go to 15, go to 20. And when you go to 100, then you can, you know, then quote, you're, quote, then you're like, mentally ready. Yes, to, to exactly. Race, mentally ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, it's you. You got to get that preparation. And I, as far as people um, getting to the point where they were on the monkey bars and messing around, almost showing off because they were a little bit too confident, I think um, I don't know about you, but whenever I do any any physical movement now, it, it could be just rolling around with the kids or or doing my yeah. workout. It, my mind has gotten to a point now after seven years of of freeletics, it's gotten to a point where my mind is connected to every single part of my body and my you know when I'm doing pull-ups I can feel what position my legs and my toes and my feet are in and, and it's it's a full link I can feel you know whether that you know my form's not quite right or something isn't right whether that you know I've done a certain amount of reps and my form is starting to slip I can feel it's almost like there's a deeper connection when you've got that sort of experience with it and I think if you start messing around and swinging about then especially as you get older uh you, you sort of run the risk of because it can happen at any time I mean a lot a lot of my injuries have been done you know I can I can I can do a workout and do you know 150 pull-ups during my workout and then the next day I can pick up my daughter and you know I'll go in a funny I'll go at a funny angle or I can sleep funny and my neck's broken for a week you know it's like it, it's sometimes you can't help it and, you, and your body does what it does and it does some crazy stuff but like I said about being mentally prepared is about knowing that you put that work in and you know your body you yeah. know what it's capable of and you know how to get the best out of it mm-hmm. you're listening to the Shape by God's podcast Okay, so just quickly before we uh, before we wrap up the episode, I want to draw everyone's attention to something that's going on in the freeletics world. Um, they have got a new challenge coming up on the twenty second of September. They are it's going to be the freeletics pull up day. Pull ups that's a massive massive milestone for a lot of people, and and for those people that are just starting their fitness journey, a lot of the time that is a big target on on their radar. You know, trying to get trying to get their first pull-up, maybe their first 10 pull-ups consecutively, or even hitting records and seeing if they can get to the 25, 30, 40. You know, that's crazy, crazy ability that is. So what Freeletics is doing, they've got a, um, you've got to set yourself a goal and see how much progress you make. You can make by September the 22nd. So with pull-ups, it is a progression. You know, if, you, if you're new to pull-ups or whether you've been doing them for a long time, it is a progression. And even if I get to a point where I've had, uh, you know, maybe a week off of doing any pull-ups, the difference in um, ability by the end of that week is is colossal. So, um, mm-hmm. so it, yeah, so what is it? Uh, so it's going to be a challenge and a celebration. It's a day dedicated to lifting yourself to new heights, they say. It, it, all this information is available in the, in, in the recent uh, Freeletics blog, which is easy to find from your Freeletics profile. Um, on the 22nd of September... Uh, which is less than a month right now. Um, so it, it, we're going to see how many um, pull-ups we can do as a community, I believe. I don't know whether it's going to be a, um, a collective total. Um, let's see, I think. Okay, so it's going to be setting some personal goals. Here's what you need to do to take part. Uh, you'll need determination and commitment. You'll need a pull-up bar. 
<laughs> you need a <laughs> hmm. yeah. uh, definitely you're gonna yeah. need a pull-up bar yeah um so you can i mean for me i have got a pull-up bar at home um it's you've seen my collection of pull-up bars in the past they've been just uh yeah probably not deemed as as being health and safety uh compliant <laughs> But um, <laughs> my current my current one is my current one's good. But at the same time, sometimes you can get a better better range if you go outside. I have got one uh, down the road from me. There's a little park with one that I like to practice my muscle ups on, which is it's got that clearance above. It's quite hard to get that in home at home. The clearance above the bar. So if I tried to do a muscle up now, I would be smashing my head through the loft. And, and I would be in the attic. <laughs> you say hi to the neighbor. Hi, hello. I'm just doing muscle ups. <laughs> yeah, and hope, hope hope it's not their bathroom. Uh, so, <laughs> hello. Uh, dear. Do you know what? It it would be one thing if I only did one rep, but by by the time it got to twenty five, they just thought I was taking the mic. You know, what well, I should once I noticed they were up there in the bath, I should have stopped doing the reps. Um, <laughs> so. So it's time to get time to get work on get to work on your pull-ups. So it's going to be a collective thing with the freeletics community on the twenty-second of September. Anyone who is just starting their freeletics journey, there is there are all kinds of tips and advice that you can find either within the app or within the community. I mean, there's resistance bands that can help you. There's assisted um, pull-ups where, or there's jumping pull-ups where you concentrate mostly on getting above the bar with a jump, and then you do the negative part of the movement. Obviously, things like um, you know, any other body weight exercises that's working on your shoulders, for example, like pikes, um, it, it's, there, there's a definite progression with pull-ups and it, and it takes patience and it takes consistent work. Um, you, you've definitely been working on your pull-ups lately. That was, that was a big goal of yours uh, towards preparing for this um, Spartan race was to that upper body strength and the, the ability to pull your own body weight up you know uh, and, and it's obviously paid off in a big big way for you because you've got the rope you've got the monkey bars i don't think perhaps without this progression that you've you've made a lot of progress in the last six months um and without that you might have been yeah away the, the weight the weight free gain uh journey the weight free gain uh journey was yeah. i think the uh the major uh the major uh, train that uh changed my life uh, because yeah. I had I had the pull up uh, hanging, I had uh, uh, I mean the passive hanging, I had the pull ups uh, I had to do, and um, the pikes of course. And my upper yeah. body it's 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 never the same. I mean it's not the same as it was before. And in Spartan it was like three three obstacles that you had to do. One it was the monkey bars. One it was the rings that you have to swing from one ring to another one. And the other ones was like monkey bars, but twisting bars. So every yeah. time you you grabbing one bar, it was twisting, and you have to keep holding yourself while the bars are twisting. And uh, that was it was super exhausting and oh, super difficult. Super yeah. difficult. It was the most difficult obstacle for me, for the uh, personal for me. And yeah. but I made it at the end. And man, guys, just. I'll try your pull-ups try start anything 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 yeah <sighs> that's awesome i think i think the weights free gain is definitely one of my favorites my favorite journeys and it's probably uh it's had the biggest payoff for me that journey you know, yes so yes there you go check that out go and have a look at the freeletics blog 22nd of september is the actual challenge date um so you've got plenty of time you've got you've got under a month but a month is a good amount of time to work on your pull-ups and it's and it's definitely a good time to um mm -hmm. we'll, come, we'll come together on the 22nd and it's not about being able to do the same amount of reps as everyone else it's not about you know it's not it's not an ego thing there's no ego involved in this it's it's see how far you've come and test yourself and and make that a date in your diary to to you know really really show how much work you put in and it's a celebration, you know, um, pull-ups is something that I enjoy doing a lot. And it, it, it's something that I miss if it's not in my workout for long, which is why I tend to alternate my coach days between uh, doing the coach day and doing my own personal thing. But 
it, it's it's about your own personal it's like we keep saying there's a reason why it's called personal best it's not a competition with other people it's about what you can achieve and how much you know you you can develop yourself uh, and it's something to be proud of whether you're doing your very first one my first one was my proudest moment you know anything beyond that was 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 almost inevitable with with the progressive work and you know continued work but getting that first one's your main one you know um but yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. I think we're all going to come together. We'll talk more about it in, in the show uh, coming up to that date. Um, but yeah, have a go. Good luck. Enjoy. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. This is uh, we're going to wrap that up. This has been the uh, Shaped by Gods podcast. And look at this man, make some noise, Angelo. Make some noise. Brim, 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 brim. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! Leonidas never yes. had that many. One, this is the first one. This is the first one, 2019. Uh, yeah. I, um, the one that changed my life, the one that changed my mindset. Uh, I mean, for the obstacle races, just to be yeah. specific, you know, my you know whatever and this is uh julie's uh i'm sorry yeah. julie i'm wearing your medal so and these two one after the other one first it was a super uh you can see uh you know 10k and what is yeah. it oh here's a camera 10k and 25, 25 obstacles and then you see 5k 20 obstacles and um boom that's so cool boom so boom cool. Well, congratulations, my friend. That's Thank you, sir. Congratulations to everybody that tries every day for the best version of themselves. That's right. That's right. Like we said, it's all personal. It's all personal development. Look at that. That's how you wear those. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, the way you... Uh, oh, look at uh, like this. Okay. <laughs> and, and don't forget, every time after you're doing something difficult, obstacle or a workout or anything, except don't forget to stretch because stretch and cool down is very important. Half a bowl of... Lentils. I know what exactly. you're saying. I know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> yes. can, we, we haven't had an episode for, for about four weeks now where we haven't had lentils mentioned. You could just... You're lentil mad, my friend. Right. Unacceptable. Okay. Thank you so much, my friend. You've been... Thank you, Oli. It's been a joy listening to your your experiences there, man. Um, really enjoyed that. Uh, check out the Freeletics blog for the uh, the pull ups challenge. It's going to be the twenty second of, of September. Is going to be the date. Uh, by that point, you will have completed your twenty one k Spartan race. Wow! You will have done it. You will have done it. That's uh, that's fact. Um, again, I have to do it again. I think I, I've done it already. Oh, you do it I'm going to do it again. It's okay. Yeah. I'll do it again. You've got to do it again. In my mind, I, I'm, al I'm already finish line. I already have, uh, uh, I, I already connected three medals together and I already see them in my hands. Yeah. And I'm like, I did it, but I did it mentally. Well Let me do it physically to uh, September 11. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, we'll speak to you again very soon. This has been the Shape by Gods podcast. Goodbye. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, everybody.